1: I'm Kevin and I'm John and this is six degrees of Schwarzenegger the podcast where we take a long hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Get down! <laughs> Arnold <laughs> give us the
0: chopper Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre and we're all taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cold action movies and we're breaking them all the way down.
1: John, Kevin, here we are
0: again. <laughs> it's like we never left because we didn't. Here
1: we are again on our own. How are you feeling? I'm feeling loosey goosey, fancy free. It's a nice night to be drinking
0: ice cold bourbon. It's any day that ends in Y, my friend.
1: Thank you, Woodford.
0: Yes, Reserve. Woodford. Yes, we love you. Double oaked. Kevin and I are planning a sojourn to the bourbon trail this coming fall and I've been to Woodford. I don't know if we're going to go back. I feel like there was that it was, it was was excellent. It was, but it was a very like commercial experience. I will say that their grounds are beautiful. Yeah. The, the rack house where they have all the casks and stuff, uh, set up, which I'm sure is just a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction. They have probably got a warehouse somewhere across town, like two warehouses. Yeah. Top to bottom casks. But, The picture that they paint is rustic and beautiful, Um, so I'm I'm hoping I feel like we should pick some of the smaller guys. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. Pick some of the smaller guys that are a little more off the beaten path, um, that are doing the things still and like really like going after it from a like a they're pulling themselves up
1: by the bootstraps kind of deal. I'm into it. Um, but this is not the bourbon podcast. Sadly, damn it. So welcome back, friends, friends of the podcast, friends of the last of the Action Heroes podcast network.
0: Yes, friends near and far, we're glad you're with yeah, us. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, do you want to do the 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 yeoman's work of trying to explain <laughs> oh, what's going man. on? So, and, oh, wait, we're talking about a racer. Yeah, we're talking
0: about a racer, 1996. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Vanessa
1: L. Williams. Yeah, this was like James Caan. I feel like Jamie Coburn. Arnold's. I mean, I have to look into his catalog. But definitely, this was the last movie that I think of as being like Arnold in his prime. Well, but
0: Arnold, Arnold doing this kind of a movie, like an R-rated, where, like, where it was actioner. like, yeah, where it was like not Arnold being charming for children, or or Arnold, you know, doing Arnold stuff for some other reason. If it, it really felt like th- that's what it seemed like to me, it was like. This it felt like it's old school. action. Yeah, yeah. And and Arnold is visibly, you know, not the young specimen that he once uh-huh. was at this point, but he still pulls it off because it's Arnold. It's fine. We believe it. Uh, So, man, shit. Um, how do we. So Vanessa L. Williams has discovered that there is a plot within the corporation she works for, Syres, to sell weapons outside of the United States Department of Defense, but representatives within Congress are involved. They're going to sell it. or They already have sold it for millions. Now they have to move the product of this prototype of a weapon that's like a super killer rifle.
1: Yes, it's Um, a
0: very what
1: tangled web yeah going on
0: here. Arnold Schwarzenegger uh eraser is a he is the deep ops for the witness protection program. He's the pointy end of the stick. That's right. Was. His his mentor is James Kahn and he has been assigned the duty after Vanessa L. Williams brought the information forward to protect her. And also, we should mention Eldon from Murphy Brown. He's <laughs> that that Arnold saved him at the very beginning of the first episode. So he's gonna come back at some point. He like, you make me you promise me you're gonna come back later and save my he's ass at the end of the to movie. Show up. And um and so after sh- he puts her in hiding, after Arnold puts her in hiding. He stashes her in Chinatown. James Conn <laughs> shows up unexpectedly and's like, Hey, we've got witnesses disappearing. I need to, I need for you to come with me on a side quest to save these <laughs> other, these other people that might be in danger. We kind of get the feeling that Arnold thinks something is up, something yeah, suspicious. Yeah, yeah. He's it's like, all right, well, we're going to do your witness first. And that's sort of where we're at. Okay.
1: That's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's linked up with some more marshals and they're hopping on board Conair. <laughs> right to fly, it's to like th- shit. Who knows where? <laughs> what where, movie is this? Wherever James Khan slash De uh witness is hiding. Right. So they've landed, I guess. Wherever they are, a racer is gearing up for battle in the woods. In in again, what appears to be close proximity to a raging forest yeah, I fire. I can't tell
0: if it's supposed to be like like humid and misty
1: it's gotta be meant to be like fog. Yeah. But it is just, it looks like smoke, intense machine. smoke, but you gotta love the hero gearing up for battle sequence in a movie like yeah, this. And we see some of the things that we saw
0: in the first act in the, in the montage. We see the little like belt shuriken and some other things <laughs> yes. that he's like
1: getting, getting ready. We've, Fans of this genre are familiar with this sequence. Yeah. Like, I feel like Rambo movies have it. Commando had it. Predator. Yeah. When he's like, you're not to fight the Predator. You know? It's like strapping on shit that I might need. Even Matrix is like all these guns. Oh, yeah. There's a guns. Lots there's of a guns. There's a tiny red dot on his hand to indicate where just mere days ago, we think. The day right- before. This is one day ago. Well, it's unclear if some amount of time has passed. That's true. Because we have have to think
0: that maybe the hearings are going to be sometime later because Congress moves slow.
1: But his hand is healing nicely from where he had like basically a corkscrew through his knuckle earlier on. Not a big deal. Um, But yeah, they're in the wilderness, it seems, somewhere. DeGarren is telling everyone that the witness, Allison, she's probably perfectly safe, so don't go in there all trigger happy. She's like probably bacon muffins or some shit. Yeah. Is the idea that they've been trying to reach her and she hasn't been answering or that there's no phone lines. <laughs> I I think that maybe because it's live contact, they're just supposed to show up, just show up unannounced. Yeah. Okay. A racer is like screwing a silencer onto his pistol. Why okay. they want to mm. go in silence and smooth. I think always. Yeah. That's the like all mission. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the men fan out. They start moving towards this secluded cabin. Eraser and DeGarren are sticking together. This place where they're at is, like, my idea of heaven. Yeah. Like, just a cabin in the fucking woods. <laughs> well, we the should also, of that.
0: also mention that DeGarren, like, divvied up responsibilities about who's going where and that he decided that he and Eraser were going in yes. the front door together. Okay. But, yeah, I'm with you. This location is sick. Uh, like it's so beautiful. We don't have a... Clue where this is in the world, but it's—I it's, I, I awesome. guess—ostensibly it's supposed to be East it's Coast. Be on the East but Coast it looks somewhere. It looks West
1: Coast. Maybe it's around the Finger Lakes. No, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. But they—they uh, they come upon an SUV that's parked there. A racer feels the hood of the car. Says the engine's still warm. Uh-huh. When they approach the front door, they find that like a window on the front door has already been broken out. Eraser right. and Degaran begin to sweep the house. A gunman pops out. Ready to shoot Eraser in the back, but DeGarren kills that guy first. Right. I felt like for being like the best in the game that Eraser is, he was about to get shot right there. in his
0: defense, I think that if you watch it closely, that there was, we're supposed to divine that there is a noise upstairs that distracts Eraser.
1: And that as he moves to check, that's when the dude pops out. All right. There was, like, this briefest nod of appreciation, sort of, between Eraser and DeGarren. Yeah, between student and mentor. A nice moment there. Eraser hears a noise upstairs. Yeah. Goes up to investigate. DeGarren continues to sweep downstairs. Fucking strange tactics, I thought. It's like... Why not stay together? I detect people up here. All right, you're on your own. All right, yeah, bye. (laughs) I'm going to go back here. That was so dumb. Like, all right,
0: I've got your back. No, you go... You go do go it. Go check
1: that out by yourself,
0: buddy. So you stupid. Got, yeah, you it didn't make no sense. I'm with you.
1: So eraser goes upstairs. He can sense that there's like someone behind the open door. And
0: I I reckoned that this was because it was like based on the sounds that he was hearing. He was like, I kind of figured there was someone like right here. S- sometimes hereabouts. you
1: can like kind of tell. I feel like. So he kicks the door as hard as he can, and blindly stabs through the door. With his fucked up hand. Well, yeah. Well,
0: so like he say he he like jumps out, kicks the door. The guy gets some shots off. So I feel like at that point he probably like he definitely knows
1: there's someone back there. So I'm going to stab wherever. I also thought, though, there is every possibility that it could have been the witness that was behind the door. That's also true. (laughs) He's just like stabbed her in the the heart.
0: (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. I just didn't think you'd have a gun because you're a woman.
1: (laughs) Sex is bullshit. (laughs) So another goon pops out. (laughs) Eraser kills him with a shotgun blast. So it's like, so why did you guys have the silencers and all yeah, like that? Yeah, he like,
0: he like pulls the, he had the sawed off shotgun is like a little musket sized yeah, thing tiny. in a holster on his side that he
1: like whips out and
0: blows the dude away. And it's like, With his why? fucking
1: fucked up hand, can you imagine the pain? No. That like, Shooting a shotgun one handed with your hand that just had a nail driven through it or whatever, well, like a couple of days ago. I don't know what kind of training
0: he's been through, so not exactly. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's not outside of the realm of possibility that there are people that, especially in these kinds of situations, don't the feel adrenaline. Pain. But I'm up. gonna say, I'm gonna say, but also the pain would be just but unimaginable, also, like. We haven't seen him take a single antibiotic. <laughs> like, And also, like, that screw would have left a fucking, like, a quarter-sized, ripped-up yeah, fucking thing. Yeah, nasty. Like, like, a fraction of his hand would be gone. He just
1: brute strength ripped
0: that thing out of his hand earlier. Unless he twisted it out so that no flesh came with it, I don't buy the fact that there's not just, like, mountains of muscle and
1: sinew hanging off that screw. Anyway, yeah, it's neither here nor up. there. Downstairs DeGarren hears The ruckus Upstairs Whatever But yep. then he hears A woman's whimper Like in the other room Goes to check that shit out He kicks the door open Finds a man Holding a gun To the head of his witness As a hostage The dude seems to recognize DeGarren Right He oh. says You're early DeGarren says You're late Yeah the dude Shoots the dude in the head The dude lets his guard Right down Like he's he knows Who
0: DeGarren is So immediately yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, You're yeah. like Oh fuck oh, shit that dude did the most dramatic death I've ever seen for a guy who just got shot in the forehead. Like he was like, oh.
0: <laughs> who knows what's going <laughs> through his brain pan at that second? Like all the all the, uh, the synapses, synapses firing.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> back upstairs, another gunman comes a running, spraying bullets from a machine gun. Eraser ducks into another room. We hear the sound of a window breaking. The gunman (laughs) enters, looks out the broken window. must be from there, sir. Eraser (laughs) says behind him, comes swinging down out of the rafters and, like, kicks the dude out the window. How is he hiding in the rafters without this dude seeing him? That dude's a fucking ninja, man. It's like the art of invisibility up there. But he swung down with effortlessly on his ruined hand. Oh my and God! Kicked out the window. Eraser heads back downstairs. He seems content that the goon who he kicked out the window is just out of the picture. He's dead like, now. He broke it. That's he must unlikely have broken his neck. to have killed a man. But De Guerin, he's comforting his witness. Then he grabs the dead man's gun and shoots her in the chest. It's like I feel like actually what there's a the what, but also there's like no need to kill her at this point, right? Couldn't he just be like, wow, I think, we saved I think, her. I think
0: at this point he's trying
1: to frame. He's already eraser. setting up a racer? Yeah. Hmm. Could be. His plan never comes to fruition, whatever it might have been. <laughs> right. But um, he, st- he hears footsteps approaching, pretends to be giving the woman mouth to mouth. Monroe appears in the doorway and DeGarren tells him to go call for an ambulance. DeGarren says he's sorry to the woman. Then he, like, pinches her nose closed and covers her mouth and suffocates her. Oh, that's rough. That's a fucked up way to kill somebody. But she stops struggling just as Eraser runs in. DeGarren tells him, you know, she's gone. We, we lost, lost her. her. We lost her. Eraser puzzles at the he logic. Looks,
0: I will say, Jimmy Conn, looks, like, he say
1: he's, like, looks genuinely defeated. We lost her. The man's an actor. Yeah. Eraser puzzles at the logic of sending five assassins to kill one woman. Mm, who knows because,
0: because she's a woman That's I, know, I some don't know
1: sexist bullshit well it doesn't seem all that unusual particularly like with the way that it played yeah. out but also I thought they sent like five men to kill Lee Cullen earlier her, her home and he didn't seem overly surprised Yep. Uh, meanwhile Calderon stealthily plants a photo of Lee Cullen on one of the dead bad guys Right. DeGarren posits that the bad guys must've been waiting for us to arrive to ambush us, which doesn't make much sense at all. I love
0: that Calderon immediately was like, Oh my God, look what I found. Is like she, immediately. Is she
1: yours? Is she yours? Is she one of yours? Oh my God. Uh, maybe the thing is that this attack is very similar to the attack on Lee earlier. And that is like what perks erasers ears up. I don't really know what's going on, but yeah, Calderon pretends to find that picture Asks Eraser if that's, is she your witness? Eraser nods. DeGarren tells him, all right, we'll call her now, and we've got to warn her. Eraser says, you know, there's no phones where she is. Yeah, phones
0: are a no-go, my so friend. So we're going to
1: have to make live contact. DeGarren asks, well, all right, where is she? And Eraser, sensing that something yeah, is not right. alarm bells
0: must be going off, because he's like, oh,
1: she's in Atlanta. She's in Atlanta, he says. Shout out, Atlanta. Hey, hey. <laughs> He's either a genius or... Or, like, just the most suspicious dude ever. So
0: I, my thought of this is, like, there's the briefest of pauses for what seems like recognition of tactics. Yeah. And DeGarren's like, well, we better get moving. And then, like, walks off. And Uh it's at this moment that I'm like, and then Eraser gives this super suspicious look. And it's at this point that you're, like, very clearly dealing with two people who know every move that the
1: other person's planning. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause I was like trying to, I couldn't figure out why he's so spooked about what's going on, but maybe it's just, that this it's is just so, two guys is so like, far out of character and so far out of like our standard operating procedure. Yeah. It's like everything that you say now at this point,
0: like I feel like once things have gone off the rails off the way that they should have been based on what they had discussed, yeah. that now because of his training, which you know Degeren gave him that now racers like he's thinking three four moves in advance and Degeren's like thinking shit what did i teach him three four moves in advance and yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's, it's a mouse. very interesting cat and mouse thing so where whereas before i was like this fucking side mission sucks at this point it pays <laughs> off to where it's like okay well now it's like these two guys like pivoting around each other
1: yeah it's hard to picture like a battle of wits with James Caan, who seems like the ultimate, like sort of savvy, yeah, uh, shady dude, and then Arnold, who seems just like a big Neanderthal, but he also he plays a smart dude a lot. I mean, I feel like in life Arnold Schwarzenegger is a very smart dude. You
0: also have to wonder, like, how much in his career w- was he making decisions based on the fact, w- based on the fact that he wasn't being taken seriously because of his accent or because of his bodybuilding background and people thought that they were dealing with a fruitcake. And then he was like, fuck you. Watch how I like, I have an excellent business acumen. I have studied up. I have, I have excellent mentors and these people that are like helping him out. And I feel like that's why I feel like so many of these characters are like, like Arnold I mean, sort of playing
1: like a, a version of himself. I guarantee you his IQ is higher than average Arnold. Yeah. De- oh, he's like a smart definitely. dude. I feel like it's just sometimes like trying to fight through the accent, you know, it's kind of like, but that's why he's saying, not able like, to express himself with the nuance of someone who just registers as a crafty, smart yeah. person. But for the for the purposes of this movie and others, I feel
0: like it's like, yeah, it, it pays off in the long run because it's, it does like, it's a, it's a great cat and mouse game.
1: So, Back, Tell us more about this movie <laughs> Back on the jet Back on board Conair, um, a <laughs> Eraser Is grabbing a bottle of water From the bucket of ice Daguerre Gives him a little Cooling off yeah. Gives him a little wink uh, Calderon reaches for a bottle But Daguerre stops him and Gives him a drink From the fridge instead He's yeah, like Drink this Pepsi my brother ruh Yeah wait what
0: ruh If you weren't In tune Just a moment ago
1: That some shit's like some shady... Some well, like, we gotta know... Yeah, yeah
0: James Con's bad.
1: We know that because we just saw him yeah. kill his own witness. But or it's whatever. like, even all this now feels like... It feels a little bit heavy-handed. Give me some drugged waters on board yeah. that plane. Um, but yeah, Eraser takes a big-ass gulp out of that water. He sold it, uh, too, uh, with uh, the uh, long, uh, 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 like... Like that was one refreshed motherfucker, man. The mm-hmm. um, notices that the young Monroe seems distant. That was Danny Nucci, as we mentioned. You know yeah. this guy, fucking crushing it in the mid nineties. Crimson Tide, The Rock, Titanic. Uh, never took the next big step in his career. Sadly, I, I want to know more about him because he's still he's, he's still, still works. around. Yeah, yeah, he's out there. He's listening right now. What up? Shout out Danny. Thank you so much.
0: Are you, I hope all of our favorite Daniels are with each other right now. (laughs) Daniel day Lewis, Daniel Nucci. Nucci. They're all together right now. Indeed. Yeah.
1: Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) So the guy Monroe, that's Danny Nucci says that, uh, being in the firefight was terrible, but it was also kind of exciting. DeGarren tells Monroe, you know, it's natural to feel that way. A racer comes wandering through, and is like, "Yeah, totally natural." Yeah, <laughs> this is it's so weird. weird. It's so weird. <laughs> so weird. That's such weird direction. Why yeah. is he moving around on the plane? Like, I think he maybe he's just, he just amped down. up.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like he went
1: to the bag, sat down, and he's like, "I'm still thirsty. I need to walk around." And he's like, "Yeah." He seems like he's wound up from the maybe from the firefight, maybe from like sort of not trusting the situation has got yeah. him on edge. I don't know. Maybe he was feeling a little off already and thought, like, I'm going to walk it off. Fast-acting drugs. Right, because uh, Eraser seems that he's feeling a little woozy. He takes a look at that bottle of water. He sort of stumbles into a seat. Daguerre notices this, and he starts telling Monroe the story about how he wound up at WITSEC. James Conman is doing fucking good work here. Yeah, and
0: most of it you don't even really see, but like, yeah, he says, He's like, my father was seemingly a nobody, a nice, quiet man, but who on his deathbed revealed that he was in the CIA. And Daguerrein said that because of that, he felt like he had to be
1: part of the CIA. He had to be part of that world. Um, The game, as he calls it. And then he's talking about like how it's like a drug, it's addictive, you get hooked on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had, um, yeah, he said he followed in his father's footsteps, working for the CIA, and then moving on to WITSEC. Eraser gets his cell phone out, starts struggling to dial a number into the phone for Lee's pager in New York. Unless you got some like fucking special technology on that plane in 1996, there, there was no work. way you Wouldn't got a work. signal up on the plane to make I a guess, call. I guess I guess you are in like you're hoping that like
0: most Americans or whoever like, well, they work for the government. Yeah, but that's not how that works. They could have point.
1: some sort of, like, a mobile, maybe cellular thing on the plane to make calls. I don't know. But it would have to be not. some technology, advanced That's. A, te- technology. I feel like at that time, that's some shit that's only on, like,
0: Air Force One. But who—I mean, I I don't know. Maybe they had that kind of stuff on planes at that time for,
1: like— Special forces, but not for witness protection. Nah, not for witness protection. <laughs> so in Chinatown, Lee's pager beeps. She grabs her purse and she bolts out of the apartment. There, she,
0: she stuffs it with the map to the zoo and that
1: thirty-eight. Nice. Yeah. Back on the plane, Monroe is asking a racer, "You know, how do you wind up working for Witsec?" Monroe notices that uh, something's wrong with a racer. He's asking if he's okay. Eraser stares at Degaran, realizing that DeGuerin has drugged him. Yeah, he's like he starts to say you. like you, but that's all
0: I can manage.
1: Eraser loses consciousness. Degaran grabs Eraser's pistol out of his holster, grabs a cell phone, only to find that Eraser has cleared the call log. Monroe wants to know, well, you know, what the hell's going well, on here? Happening? DeGuerin asks the guys up front if they tracked the call. Shift says, "Yeah, the call went to New York City." So, wait, they can pinpoint, like, the location of where the page went to, but they don't know the number?
0: No, they can't, but we are spo- we're, <laughs> we are meant to believe that they did. <laughs> so, sad, we, we see... Sad people, sad people <laughs> ride in single fire to hide their numbers. <laughs> These tracks are side to
1: side. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we see back in New York, Lee's hailing a cab to the zoo... Back on right. board the plane, Garen is instructing the plane to change course for New York. Monroe's like, okay, well, I'm going to call WITSEC headquarters and call. So like,
0: let them know we're changing the, the flight
1: route. Right. Ever the good young US Marshal. But also, I think he senses like something is. He's
0: trying to do whatever he can without causing a ruckus that he knows is going to get him killed at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, though, shouldn't that be the pilot's job, like, to call and say we're changing course or whatever? Uh, I don't know how I, that show I don't works. Know. I don't know. But that I've got all t- sorts of questions about the pilot, so that we'll get right? to here uh, yeah, as we go. We'll get there, because um, it's like, come on, guys. So, DeGarren tells Monroe, you know, that's not necessary. He sits him down. There was this bulletproof he's vest. Like he, well, he's like, hey... Did I give you your evaluation and Murrow's like, that was great my work evaluation? Back. That was great work back there. You know, but dude, was it not ominous as fuck when he took that bulletproof vest that was like laying flat in the seat and he flipped it up into the seat back? It's yeah. like, oh, some shit's about to go bad for Danny Nucci yeah, here, man. We feel bad um, for him. Yeah, dude, that was some ominous type shit. But he, yeah, he sits Monroe down, shoots him twice in the chest.
0: Unceremoniously, with, like just. Like, we, we didn't have, I feel like we didn't have really time to prepare for what Monroe's, was it? for, for Mur- Monroe's
1: death. Yeah. Like that was rough. Shoots him with a racer's gun. Then he's, like, telling the other dude, like, God damn it, give me a wet nap. Ooh. It's like fucking, yeah, that's fucked up. That's too bad, though. Danny Nucci was given a strong performance, yeah. I thought, in the, I love in that he's in like the like film he's, like, A plus, here. A plus kid. <laughs> oh, man. So, did the pilots hear this? You would hear gunfire back Doesn't in Doesn't matter. Maybe they're on the payroll. Yeah, they could be bad. We don't really know. We never really know. No. Calderon says, you know, we got a squad of guys in New York that we could trust to send after Lee. DeGarren tells him, okay, we'll get those guys ready in New York. And then he tells him, clean up the mess. Oh, yeah. Referring to Monroe. Clean up this dead body. Yeah, dude. Cut to New York. We see Lee entering the zoo. Seems like it's like meant to be maybe the Central Park Zoo.
0: Mm-hmm. That's um, what I thought. Given, yeah. Yeah. Given where uh, the other locations were. The look were. of it all. Mm-hmm.
1: Back on the plane, Eraser is like sort of slowly regaining consciousness. DeGarren tells him, you know, we're almost to New York City. Eraser's like, well, then you're off course. Oh, but DeGarren like, no, nah, I don't think so. And he's telling him, you know, you're going to lead us to wherever it is that you're supposed to meet Lee. Mm -hmm. Eraser reaches for his pistol. Real slowly. (laughs) Just like. "Mm." (laughs) Maybe he's still groggy. Uh, He's super groggy. But the thing
0: is, is like you can tell he's like with it. And so this scene, I was like, none of this computes. It's like, is he he groggy or not? And he's only been out for. Five Three minutes, minutes. something yeah. like
1: that. Yeah, Degaren holds up the gun like in an evidence bag.
0: That was super shitty, You're like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Degaren's like, you know, you've done a very bad thing. You killed Monroe. That was funny. You've done a very, very bad thing, John. <laughs> He's like, so that makes you the traitor in wit-sec. um Eraser goes into a rage. He's like, no, that makes you the murderer. That makes you a murderer. He gets to his feet, comes at DeGarren, but DeGarren points the gun at so Eraser. Like,
0: and every other bad guy on the plane does. Yeah, like, Calderon's behind him with the gun. And uh, whatever the other dude's
1: Schiff. name. Yeah, Shiv is down there, too. So degaren <laughs> tells him, you know, like, look, I'm a businessman. This is just business. Eraser, like, I guess, pieces together that he and his old CIA buddies are selling Cyrus weapons on the black market. Which never, this never really gets firmly established, but I guess. I wish that, that's
0: the I plot. wish more had been made of this. whoever like the he and CIA He undersecretary
1: under yeah. must have been a former CIA <laughs> like, guy. Like if he had
0: said, remember when we served,
1: now we're like, what's yeah, something, yeah, yeah. like just they something to pay really off. They never really spell it out. It's also very similar to the plot of Lethal Weapon, where right. like these former CIA guys are doing some shit, but. A racer wants to know, you know, if this is all just about money or if you're what are you trying to start a war somewhere? Garen points out, like, hey, look, you know, we lost Vietnam. I love he's
0: we like, We won in the Gulf. Yeah, wars come and go. We lost Vietnam, we, did Vietnam, we won we the lost, Gulf War, we but the nothing Gulf war. changes
1: regardless. Which is not untrue. It's totally true. So, you know, he says, Yeah, the only difference is who gets rich and who gets dead. Personally, John, I prefer rich. Yeah. Fucking Jimmy Kahn, man killing it charisma for days Yep. so i guess the De deal is that he's just become completely like disillusioned yeah of, of, by it all he's, he's seen like well too he's much. like he was like
0: well you sign on to serve and then you see that serving means nothing right unless you're like in it for the
1: money so the tells a racer you know it doesn't have to be like this he sort of says, we can let you join us. You can get rich, too, if you just give up this woman, Lee. That can't be a serious offer, right? Right. How would that work? Someone's got to take point, the fall. At this point, there's no way they'd let Eraser walk, right? Unless the only way would be if he was just going to wheel around and shoot Schiff or something and be like, all right, now Schiff's the mole. And right. he's the bet. Someone's got to take the fall for all the yeah. shit that's happened on this plane. Eraser tells DeGuerin, "If you drop your gun now, I promise I won't kill you." Yeah, that's like his counteroffer. He's like, "Okay, let me. I'll tell you what. This I'll is do. tough." Like in my imaginary backstory of the movie, Degaren is like a big brother or a father figure type guy to Eraser. Isn't that the impression that we yeah, have? Definitely. Like, I feel father like father figure. I feel like DeGuerin's probably been his mentor for twenty years or however long that Eraser's been with Witsec. It's like I don't know that you could that quickly just flip the switch to like I'm gonna fucking kill you so what just happened was a nice piece for
0: me of parallelism is that okay. is that degueren gave him a an option you know like join us you give up Lee join us you give or up die. Lee, yeah you join us or die and he's like I'll never become a Jedi. I'll
1: never, I'll never join I'll, you. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll, I, I, I'm a Jedi like my father and tosses the lightsaber away. He's like, well, Jedi. That's, that's sort of the theme that just happened. Yeah. So I, I can kind of totally get it.
1: Is, but, is, but it's imagine like, the the mental, like, like anguish you're in when you're like, this dude's been like my, my dad for 20 years. And now on a dime, like I'll fucking
0: kill you. Well, yeah, man. he's like, he's like, well, all right, thank you for your offer. I'm going to meet you with a counter. Mm-hmm. If you'll go ahead and drop your gun, I won't kill you. But I'm so, going to have to kill you if you don't drop your gun. So, DeGarren chuckles to his cronies. Great face from Jimmy Khan here. Amazing. He serves amazing face in this, <laughs> like, looking back at Schiff and like hey, what? like,
1: what am I, what? So... He says, I guess I'll take my chances. Eraser smiles, produces that tiny little shuriken that he had hidden you- in his belt buckle, throws it at Dagarin. Daguerrean raises his arm, but the knife like, goes into his it arm. stabs into his forearm Ooh. meat. <laughs> Eraser turns on the shocked Calderon, punches him out. Fucking guy was useless. He lets out the most epic... <laughs> and lunges toward the playing door. Imagine Calderon... Standing, gun drawn, impressed into a racer's back, and you still manage to let a racer get the jump
0: on you. I will. The only defense that I can say is you're on a plane. You don't want to shoot the
1: gun. <laughs> yes, maybe. As Dagarin and Shift just open fire, a racer yanks the emergency door on the plane. The door sucks out into space, and like all of inside becomes a vacuum. Right. We've seen it a million times. Yeah. Schiff loses his balance. He sort of goes tumbling towards a racer. Eraser slams Schiff into the wall, takes his pistol from him, he exchanges some gunfire with Calderon. Garen opens fire on him from like the other side. Racer finds himself pinned down uh daguerre pulls that knife out of his arm and he says i can't believe you nailed me with this cheap piece of mail order shit which is a fucking killer line because he acknowledges like how ridiculous it even is to be carrying a little knife like that in your belt buckle yeah it's like the likelihood that you would ever be in a situation where you could use that knife (laughs) is slim yeah you know but Eraser um, sees a parachute stowed away in like an overhead area, pulls that down. He looks out the door and sees he's like directly in front of one of the jet's engines. Yeah. Daguerre yells at him like, if you yeah, jump... go ahead and jump. You're going to be sucked right into that engine, man. Which I think is actually true if you're flying at that speed, like 500 miles an hour or something. Yeah. It's not like skydiving speed. No. This is like cruising speed on a jet. That thing is moving. Yeah, man. So Eraser yells... The DeGarren's right. He rips this jump seat off the wall and chucks it out the door. Feet of strength. Yes, dude. Maybe the
0: first real feat of strength in the movie, like a real, real one. Yeah. Like, just pull well, that thing out of the Well, you didn't whip
1: that dude up onto yeah, the I roof thought, I like I thought about that, but that's like
0: pulling a guy up, but then, like, ripping this thing, like, that's moored it's
1: to the wall with bolts the wall. and shit. That's like, okay. <laughs> dude, I feel like... Uh, I feel like that's actually what would happen though. Like if you chucked it out, it's sucked into the engine. The engine like fucking goes up in flames. I did think it would have been way cooler though, man, if he had like chucked Schiff out the door and Schiff got sucked in the engine. Yeah.
0: We need like none of the bad guys have died really. Like none of the marquee bad guys at this point. So, so yeah, why not get rid of one of them in, in, in a way that's like satisfying from Uh, a movie, from a movie standpoint. Yeah. It's like,
1: yeah, Shit was an Ooh, asshole. that's a rough way to go. Engine explodes. The pilots are struggling to like regain control of the plane. This seems to be the first time that the pilots are aware that there's a problem. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, they oh, ever heard oh, the what? gunfire. The gunfire, the sudden loss of cabin pressure. Um, everything's fine. but down, era- <laughs> down here. How are you? <laughs> Eraser prepares to jump out of the plane. Is under, like, a hail of bullets. Why is he...
0: All right, so he, like, scoots himself toward the door and then, like, sort of, like, lowers himself halfway out, I guess, so that he can just, like, grab the chute at the last second and, like, just fly out with it in his grasp. I, like I mean, that whole part is, like, why are you doing it like that? This is weird. He puts the chute on first.
1: Yeah. But the only thing I can think of is just that he's under a hail of bullets and he doesn't really, like have time although no one's hitting him but yeah he's like he finds himself somehow dangling out the door without a parachute hanging on for dear life one of his hands ought to be completely fucked from earlier he's holding on with one hand
0: yeah dude. unless adrenaline
1: i guess is a thing but still so he sort of pulls himself back Through the door enough that he can reach and grab the parachute. Mm -hmm. But under another volley of gunfire, he loses hold of the parachute, which is now, like, falling. Yeah, it's like plummeting to earth. Yeah, dude. With no other option, Eraser just lets go. Fuck it. Free falling without a parachute. do it live. Fucking Johnny Utah style. That was some badass point break shit. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. So Eraser, yeah, he spots the parachute falling. Below him, he makes himself into, like, a bullet. Yeah, he does that thing where he, like, streamlines himself like an like an otter and just, like, shoots <laughs> down. Uh, back on board the plane, Daguerre is ordering the, the pilot to turn the plane around and take him out.
0: Pilot basically says, no can do, asshole. He's just trying to keep the thing in the air because
1: they've got engine troubles. No shit they do. This raises the question on the pilot's, like, in on it? Or are they? I feel like they. Everyone at this point has DeGuerre to be in on it. guy was holding a gun to that dude's he head. Put, he put a he put a gun
0: directly to the, 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 to the dude's neck, and he's like, "Turn it around and take the dude out." And the and the guy's like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake!" I feel like everyone. How is this? Everyone gonna, has to be in on. Everyone's going
1: to have to file paperwork when they're back on the ground about what happened. That's here, what I'm saying. Right? Is like, like at
0: this point, it's like they're they're just trying to. If they get to where they're going safely, then there no paperwork required. But at this point, they're obviously not because an engine is
1: blown. Yes. So Eraser sees that the plane is circling around and coming back at him. Garen tells the pilot, I want to see his face all over this windshield. Gruesome. Fucking another like memorable line, too. Eraser pulls out the pistol that I guess it was not shown, but he must have tucked Schiff's pistol into his holster before he... Wound up out the door and of the plane. And he stayed I guess. in his holster while he was
0: hanging out of the plane, and free falling. Well, let's talk a little bit about physics right now, because he unloads while he's floating through the air, unloads <laughs> rounds at the approaching plane, and I, I don't know what happens to rounds if you're floating down yeah. and firing the gun forward. Is it going to? Is it still going to produce enough impact? I guess because maybe the plane's flying towards you, but also, are you going to have enough time? Like, it's just like the way that the the plane is going
1: hundreds of miles an hour. Yeah. I don't know, but I, he had a ridiculous supply of bullets, right? Like I counted, he fired at least 10 shots just now. Like while he's on the parachute, Minus whatever Schiff had already fired on the plane. And also we're just getting started on the amount of bullets that get fired from this gun. Yep. Before he discards it. Yep. But his bullets shatter the windshield of the plane. So that makes the pilot swerve at the last That's possible so moment.
0: Fucking funny. Like it's not a bus.
1: You don't do planes. Like you swear, I got to <laughs> jerk the wheel. <laughs> yeah, I guess I reckon a windshield on a passenger jet like this is probably not bulletproof. Yeah, no, it makes sense that it would break on military type jets. I think they do have a windshields that would stop just a handgun type bullet. Yeah. But that also, um, that also, but this is
0: not a military. That also, jet. St- like answers the argument of like how far are they, how far are they up? Because if the cabin lost pressure, like for those dudes to stay conscious. It well, what was crazy a-
1: was when Daguerrein popped in the cabin, yeah. like the pilots weren't wearing masks or anything. So I guess they were low. It has to be low. Or the screenwriters didn't give a fuck. And they didn't have a. They didn't have any <laughs> One idea. or the other. Yeah. But yeah. The plane that whooshes by a racer gets his his parachute sort of tangled up, and now he's free-falling again, tangled up in a parachute. He struggles to get himself untangled as the ground is rushing up at him. Oh, he's, God. A- he's able to cut that tangled parachute loose, pulls his reserve chute at the last possible fucking second. And crashes hard. Into a junkyard. Yeah, I reckon a- in New Jersey or some yeah. shit. It was a pretty good little action sequence. Yeah, it, it was, might have been the high point for the movie.
0: Of I would say that that, that overall, uh, considering when it was made, that the skydiving stunts and stuff and the plane CG yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't look terrible. These were the early days of CGI in and and, movies. And, and, and even like in that regard, watching it on my, you know, little laptop screen, I was not like that looks terrible. I
1: mean, yeah, it, it wasn't it the worst. Fine. I yeah. think ILM did the effects, I think. That's, um, that's the hallmark. Yeah, so he thuds down on top of these cars in a junkyard somewhere, a couple of kids on bikes and a barking dog pop out of the fucking woodwork like immediately. The little boy's like, oh, man, did that hurt? It had to hurt. I saw it. Eraser's like, where am I? And uh, the little girl is like, Earth. Earth. Welcome. That was a good delivery. The kids had charisma for days, those little kids. That same joke also got used in the new Top Gun movie. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. Um, But so Eraser asked the kids, you know, can I borrow your dad's truck? The little girl has been admiring his parachute, I guess. Eraser says, I'll trade it for the truck. The little boy's like, you know, give me 50 bucks.
0: I love that he seems like humorously put out by the amount. He's like, 50 bucks? Like, lucky, come on dude I guess, that he had some you cash on him.
1: $5,000 watch on. Yes. Cut to Eraser speeding out of there in Bob's towing truck. That's good. Fucking poor Bob's chasing after him. I feel bad for Bob. Like, same. Eraser's fucking with his livelihood. It, yeah, I, was,
0: I feel the same way. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing.
1: Cut to the WITSEC jack has safely landed as the fiery engine like is being hosed down. Uh, It's dark now hell of a job by those pilots big time like, evil or not to land that plane with missing an engine, you know, no fucking windshield. Sully, eat your heart out. <laughs> yes. Uh, the and Calderon and shift. They're walking across the tarmac as another goon comes, tells them, you know, we trace the location of the page to an apartment in Chinatown. Is that how science works? Is that how pagers work? I don't I, know any don't of that either. We no, it doesn't all. From the it, tower. Would, it would chase it to the nearest tower. Yep. They did not have that technology. There wasn't like GPS in the pager. But so uh they went to the apartment Lee was already gone. There's just like an endless supply at this point of US Marshals who are in on it. Yeah. Like, That's what I was a wondering. A dozen like, fucking like, dudes who are in all these on dudes it. are supposed to get paid off, and you're supposed you are expecting all of these guys to be quiet. Bullshit. No, that doesn't work. No. The tells him, you know, the page was just a run signal. Asks about the taxi activity in that area. And at that point, at point I'm at like, that time. what? What? We're keeping tabs on all the taxis. Well, though? I think you could gather that information, but I don't know that the dudes would just have it handy. They wouldn't be able to save. 45 minutes
0: late or like however long. How many days ago was that? Well, yeah, it was It's like three women. This was roughly like a, the description. an hour ago or something crazy.
1: But um, yeah, another goon tells him there was three women sort of matching Lee's description picked up around that time, around that area. Destinations were Madison Avenue, Central Park West and the zoo. DeGarren reckons that the zoo would be the most logical place since it's like super-duper public. Mm-hmm. DeGarren tells Calderon to have his shooters converge on the zoo. Eraser has made it to New York City in this time. Mm-hmm. Dude's like driving through the fucking tunnel on the wrong side of I, the road. I love that. I'm like, you'd get pulled over pretty fucking quick, Immediately man. I'm trying to do this shit. At the zoo, Lee is like waiting anxiously by a payphone. By that, yeah, the designated payphone that they right. talked about earlier. There's a PA announcement that the zoo is going to be closing in 10 minutes. There was like these asshole kids taunting a tiger in the cage, like dragging a stick back and forth across the bars. I felt like when I was watching this, I'm like, dude, there's no zoo like this in New York city. Like the, the, it makes it just a strange thing to write into the script. Like Mm -hmm. the central park zoo has like penguins and goats and shit. Like it doesn't have big cats and monkeys and whatever else, but they filmed this bit at like, in the abandoned zoo in Los Angeles, the Griffith park zoo, which is near like the Griffith observatory and all mm-hmm. like that. But they had animals shipped in and stuff to film this shit. Crazy. Yeah. They were like fucking peacocks and kangaroos and stuff yeah. going on in the background. So a man approaches Lee identifies himself as a U.S. Marshal. It's one of the goons it's from Boggs. earlier. It's Boggs slash Drake who tried to kill Lee at her house earlier <laughs> Lee's like, well, where's a racer? The dude says, you know, he's on the way, but he sent me to be sure you're safe. Bullshit. Red flag. Well, also, yeah, Lee notices there's like a couple of other suspicious motherfuckers sort of milling around. Lee uh, says, well, if a racer sent you, he must have taught you the secret handshake. What? Sticks her hand out there. It's good work from Vanessa Williams in this scene, I thought. Yeah, I agree. The dude Boggs is like confused, but he reluctantly sort of goes to shake her hand. She pulls that little snub nose out and shoots him in the leg and runs away. Dude radios to DeGarren. like, that bitch shot me. <laughs> <laughs> DeGarren has like just arrived on the scene. Says, take her down if you have to, but we need her alive. Well, choose some different words. <laughs> take her down. We
0: just say, we need her alive. Get her, but we need her alive. Not take her down. I guess. i like, I'm so
1: confused. Should we kill her or not? The idea, I guess, is they want her alive because they need to find that second disc. They need to know where the disc is. Just in case she doesn't have it on her or whatever. Yep. So as the goons are all like pulling weapons out of the trunk, zoo security comes running up, wants to know what's going on. Daguerrein tells him, "Lock the zoo yeah, he down." Flashes the badge. Dudes are instantly taking orders from Daguerrein. The zoo security. Lee makes a run for the exit, but sees Daguerrein and others are entering. She freezes. Eraser picked this space specifically because it had like so many exits, but now she's found herself trapped in the one section by the monkeys. Yes, in the, the reptile fu- house. Fucking monkeys start howling. Draws the bad guys' attention, fucking monkeys, man. They're always trying to fuck your shit up. Absolutely. Lee goes running off deeper into the zoo. Eraser comes racing across a fucking open field. I guess that's supposed to be Central Park.
0: I think it's supposed yeah, it's supposed to be some sort of like grassy area right in front of the entrance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, where's he coming from? I don't know. But a couple of gunmen open fire on the truck, eraser ducks his head and plows right through the gates of the zoo. I just was thinking, like, poor fucking Bob, man. Yeah. This truck is his livelihood. Like, you know insurance is going to deny that claim. Yep. Like, no, no, no. You don't have theft and sh- whatever. DeGarren and the other dudes come running over immediately or, like, unloading on the truck. DeGarren opens the door, finds that the cab, uh, the truck is empty. How, when did he get out of that truck? Like, they were on him instantly. Is he just that good? He He's a miracle worker. He's a fucking ninja. Yeah. So, yeah, DeGarren says, he's here. He's super worried. He's like, oh, God. (laughs) Lee has gone to hide in the reptile house, but bad guys are instantly just banging on the door. They burst in, open fire. bad guys are terrible. They're inept. The dudes are spraying bullets just blindly. It's like, this is not a great way to take her alive. The one dude who... That's probably the order that's been given. We're supposed
0: to, quote, unquote, take her alive. Yeah. If she dies, that's fine.
1: The dude Boggs, who got shot earlier, he's getting around pretty well on that wounded leg because right? he's there. Lee goes firing back until she runs out of bullets from her little snub nose. As the bad guys surround Lee, a racer comes literally flying through the back door.
0: Firing his gun in midair, yelling,
1: Aah! ah, get down! He mows down a, the, the closest bad guy. She's like, you're late. and He says, traffic. Okay. Fucking that exchange would never happen unless it was fucking scripted. Mm-hmm. It's not a moment for levity right now, but Eraser, He's also nearly out of bullets, which is about fucking time. Cause he's been firing from that same ass gun shifts gun. So he would not have like clips in his belt. That unless fit maybe he brought some, unless he know. had the same gun, maybe, but this was like a big ass desert Eagle. Oh, I, I don't know, maybe he has some intel on shift. Who knows? He's fired roughly fifty shots out of that gun, <laughs> I feel like though, at this point. Like he's been it's been firing since on the plane. Yeah. You know, he tells Lee, like, make a run for it when I give the word. I watched this behind the scenes video of the movie on YouTube where they had footage of like Arnold working on the blocking of the scene. Yeah. And he's like laying down on the floor of the zoo, like puffing on a massive cigar. Of course. Like, fucking pure Arnold. Dude. But as the gunmen are closing in, Eraser, in a desperation move, shoots out the glass of this big ass aquarium, flooding the room with water and alligators. Sweet! Oh hell yeah, dude! Gators are instantly like ripping dudes apart. Yeah, I
0: love that the one dude gets like bit on each arm, and they yeah, like pull really, his arm they off. was amazing. Draw and quarter this but motherfucker! Also, like, here's the whole budget of the movie is like the CG for these alligators,
1: right? Like it was yeah, 1996. Decent. The shit looked decent, didn't it? Yeah. Now, in the early days yeah, of CGI. So. Yeah. Those fuckers were hungry, though, man. Like they were just straight going at dudes. I think Boggs got his like head bitten off. Yeah, like one chomp right down on his head and killed him. <laughs> so Eraser and Lee, they're trying to make a run for it, but they see Garen and the others are approaching. They turn back into the reptile house and come face to face with like a big ass gator. With a flick of his tail, the gator knocks a racer's pistol out of his hand. The fuck? He kicks that gator in the face and goes desperately crawling across the floor to try to get the gun back with the gator chasing him. For some reason, there was like an antique wooden fucking like like music. It was like like a a music music stand stand or something. He took that and tossed it into the gator's mouth. It was bizarre. But he gets to his gun just in time, turns, shoots the gator dead, and says, your luggage
0: I feel like getting off that one shot in its mouth and and thinking that would kill it immediately is yeah. that's such a lucky shot
1: it, No, it must have gone straight through the soft palate, hit the brain. Like it was the luckiest shot though. Oh, for sure. Thank God. He's that good. Yeah, though. I love
0: the your, luggage, your, your luggage. But it's also like the alligator gets a kiss yeah.
1: offline. That was the top kiss offline for the movie went to the alligator. <laughs> so far. <laughs> Do you dug the line, though? You were I,
0: into it? I, I when I when I your luggage, I was it wasn't terrible. The delivery wasn't terrible. But no. I was like, the alligator needs a kiss. The, line. <laughs> the alligator doesn't like it's already dead and it doesn't understand. But whatever.
1: So as the and the others are moving in, uh, they just start shooting again blindly at Lee and Eraser. Way likely to kill her. Yeah, and with but no other exit. Eraser and Lee, they go diving out a window. What's going to happen? I don't know, man. I, have they made an escape? I feel like the zoo was pretty well locked down. One would think.
0: <laughs> but but they don't know who they're dealing with. John Matrix. We'll I mean, to... Eraser. I mean, Kruger. Dutch. Yeah.
1: Detective John Kimball.
0: We'll Man, he plays
1: a lot of Johns. He does. There's Interesting. no shortage of John movies. Interesting. Yeah, but
0: yeah. we <laughs> Man, this has been fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so We're we hope you guys are having a blast. We're having things, a blast. Things are happening in this movie. You can't say they're not happening.
0: <laughs> You'd be lying. You just um, saw a,
1: an alligator just got shot in the yeah, face. I'm telling you like
0: the whole CG like the whole budget blown on that CG is <laughs> is insane.
1: I was mesmerized by this it has it, to it be actually the, didn't look bad no this has to be the most action packed like segment of the film between the plane stunt and then the, the reptile house shootout Yeah, and it's definitely taken the
0: longest for us to talk about oh has it yeah but that's fine <laughs> that's okay. you guys are in for it we're here for it we yeah. hope you guys have enjoyed it
1: we've enjoyed the shit out
0: of hell it hell yeah alright you guys we'll see you next time we'll be back